social scientists uh, tell us that there are four basic social institutions that make up a culture or a society. Um, the first is uh, kinship, uh, which where we, we uh, the meaning, uh, is, I mean, our, where uh, belonging is the system. It's a belonging system, right? That's kinship. Then you've got religion, which is a meaning system where we gain our meaning from. Political is where we gain our order system. And then finally, the economic is where we get a production and consumption system. Now, in any one society, one of those is predominant. One of those dominates, and all the others are subservient to it. Uh, and and, and that, that's kind of the way it works. It's, they're, they're all present, but one is dominant, and the other ones play the role. So let's just talk through them just for a moment, just to help, because it, uh, we really can't understand uh, Jesus' words until we understand what system he was living in and what he was critiquing. Um, so let, let's talk about the first one, kinship. Uh, kinship is we, we derive our, our value, right? This is, a, a, this is all about our belonging system. We belong to the family. So we gain our, our value from being a member of the family or a tribe, right? In particular, it's belonging to a family. So this is where, uh, this is Jesus' world. Like it's a, it's a, a kinship. So the whole value was around houses and and that's why you hear Jesus coming and going from dining at people's houses. He's always either healing somebody as he's coming in or going out of a house. And then he has fellowship in the meal. He's always, that's where his predominant role is. I mean, if we don't understand the system is, then we don't understand why what he says and does is such a contrast and such a challenge to the system at the time. Um, and we'll talk more about that next week because we'll talk about the, the, the fellowship at the table, which is what next Sunday is all about, the body and blood of Christ. But, so, so in this system, there's the, correct, the, the two things that dominate the value, this value system is, is shame and honor. So if somebody in some way challenges your honor in your family, then you're obliged under the system to retaliate and take vengeance because that would somehow diminish your honor. So it's a it's a very uh, feudal system in that sense, right? Okay, so that's that. There's, the second one is religion. This is sort of a little more obvious. It's about the rules. You gain your, your, your meaning system is from the, the religious rules that the rules that, that the church has, whatever religion that is. And, and they, you, you follow those rules, you gain meaning. The, you move up according to how well you follow the rules, and you move down to how well you don't follow the rules. That's where you gain meaning or you gain uh, value. Uh, the political system uh, is, again, a little bit self-evident. Is you, it's you, you have a set of values that come from the politics of that party or parties or individual, and you follow them. The more you follow them, the more you move up in value. The more you adhere to them, the more you in value. The um, economic one is rather interesting. This is the production and consumption. So here's how we gain value in, the produ in, in this economic system is that the more you produce, the more valuable you are. The more you consume, the more valuable you are. So the more you produce and consume, oh, you're the most valuable at all. So that's why, for example, in American society, well, first of all, which one of those systems do you think that American society is dominant? <laughs> I mean, it's sort of an obvious question. We don't, we don't even know. Although some people actually foolishly think it's the political system. 
I mean, we could see that political system, uh, I mean, most, and, and this is hard to say, but it's true, most Americans are fairly ignorant of the political system. They don't really know, but I mean, like, look at our local election just took place, 18% turnout. I don't need to say anymore. That's only 18% of the people are deciding on who's going to vote on, on the candidates for the next election. So the election is decided by a very few because most people don't understand it. Now, on the other hand, economic system, we get this. Oh, because you are valued on how much you produce on, on, and on how much you, how much you uh, consume. So if you don't produce, society says you're not very valuable. The culture says you're not very valuable. And if you don't consume, you're not very valuable. Which is interesting. So that's why American society doesn't value seniors. Because they've stopped producing. And they're not consuming very much anymore because they don't have any main needs. So they fall down on, unless they're billionaires where they just, you know, spend, 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 and then their value, their value moves up again. You can see how the system, and like even like remember once uh, when we were in the middle of a recession, go out and buy a washing machine, help your society. Go figure. That was what they told us, right? Go out and buy, 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 buy. Value of our society, we move up. Now, why is this so important? Uh, that, well, to understand why Jesus, Jesus had a critique on every one of them, by the way. It wasn't just one. He critiqued all of them. But he predominantly critiqued the kinship because that's what he was in. That was the dominant. That's why he dined at, at, with people on both sides. He dined with the, the, the Pharisees and leaders on one hand, and then he dined with prostitutes and lepers on the other hand. So he ticked off both sides. He didn't, he didn't follow the rules. He didn't follow the rule of the system. So, so it's important to understand, see, because what Jesus introduces is a new system. He doesn't, he doesn't hold up, <clears throat> he critiques all of them, but he holds up a new system. His system is one of um, compassion. <clears throat> His one is one of compassion or, or empathy. It, which, it, empathy is a more modern word for compassion, but we were to, to suffer with. Do we realize uh, it, uh, even a better one might be one of equality? Because our value is we're a child of God. We're a child of God. That's the, and then nothing can take that value. We, all of us, are a child. God created us. We are a child of God. And then nothing can take that value away. You see? And, and so he's constantly validating this by dining with the sinners on one hand and dining with the, uh, the elite uh, religious leaders on the other hand. So you see what he's doing. He's trying to, he's trying to demonstrate his equality. I, of course, this is what this feast day today is all about, uh, the feast day of the Most Holy Trinity, is that there, there's an equality between God uh, as God as Father and God as Son. Uh, and, and like we even hear it in today's God, uh, Jesus says that, that what I give to the Holy Spirit is coming from me. And the only reason it's coming from me and it's equal to me is because I have exactly what the Father has, that we're all equal. And the key component here is we're all in relationship to one another. And the relationship is one of equality, one of kinship and relationship that is based on a child of God. And then he invites us into that same relationship. He invites us to be his adopted brothers and sisters so that we then have the same relationship with God who is Father and the Son. Is the, so the best way did and look, there has been so much ink spilled on trying to explain the doctrine of the Trinity. And, and it's unfortunate because I think explaining it 
is less important than it is experience it. And how we experience the Trinity is to do what Jesus did, is when we love one another, we experience the Trinity. God the Father is the love. You see, St. Augustine said it probably best, is that the Trinity is if God the Father is the lover, God the Son is the beloved, and the love that flows between them is God the Holy Spirit. And so when we become an adopted uh, a son or daughter uh, of God, and, and we enter into that relationship, then brother, Jesus is our brother, and that God is our Father, and the love that flows between us is, is the love of the Holy Spirit. And that when we love one another, and this comes from the first letter of John, when we love one another as God has loved us, then we participate in God's very self. You see the virtuous cycle that begins. Now, all of that is, is wonderful, great uh, theory, great theology. But how does it come down to our practical life? Like, because we really can't change the social uh, institutional system we live in. But we can change how we operate in it. We can decide to reject the economic system for ourselves and say, no, we're not going to produce and consume because the society wants me to. I'm going to do at my pace and my level. I'm not going to give in to the political system. I'm not even going to give in to the kinship system. I'm going to give in to this. I'm going to adopt this empathy system, this compassion system. So I'm going to follow Jesus. And what does that mean for us? It means that that we're willing to dine with the, on one level, the the leaders and acknowledge them. At the other level, we've got to be willing to dine and and be with the broken the wounded, the disenfranchised, the rejected. Why? Well, because we're all equal. We're all children of God. And therefore, what we do is we participate in the Trinity by, by treating all equally, by, by our actions, by our empathy, by our compassion to have a heart with them. So today, as we, as, we see, as we receive as equal members, no higher than anyone else, each different roles, we come to the table to receive Jesus Christ. We come to remind ourselves of that equality before God. Uh, we, we come to glorify the, the Trinity by participating in the Trinity by loving one another, by rejecting the social systems and by adopting our are one given to us by Jesus Christ, the one of, of compassion system, one of empathy that says we are all equal before God and that we love one another, then we participate in God's very self, the Trinity, three in one.